Hello and welcome to another episode of Bounty Buddies. This time, it's Obi-Wan. I'm your host, Tim Lanning, and joining me, as always, is Pat Edwards. Hi, buddies. Tim, could you say in this episode that Obi-Wan? Nope. And Jane Ritt. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Maybe he won, but at what cost? <laughs> we are discussing Obi-Wan Kenobi episode four uh, today, um, and it just came out on Wednesday, yesterday. Uh, what, what's, uh, what's everyone's, uh, 10,000 foot in the, the, the sky thoughts? It was riveting. I actually felt like this was the first episode where I'm like, Mando did this type of thing better. Yeah, yeah. I don't think this is a bad episode, but I, I think it's a episode that wouldn't make people who weren't on board like it, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think, you know, it, it has banked a lot of goodwill <laughs> With me mm-hmm. in terms of characterization, storytelling, I did not find, I did not think this episode was as high quality as the other episodes, but there were some very good moments in it. And yeah, the, the, the scene and the location was like pretty rad. Yes. And mm-hmm. also the actress who plays uh, Leia is incredible. I know, yeah. Vivian Lyra Blair is. I'm just like, how do they get kids to do this? It's unreal absolutely unreal they put mm-hmm. peanut butter in her mouth or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i i liked i liked the plot uh i thought the 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 crux of obi-wan kenobi running around this sith temple um you know this this fortress of 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 evil was a little far-fetched but that being said um Sowers gets a lot of leeway in 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 uh, wiggle room by the empire is incompetent and stormtroopers are dumb. Uh, so because of that, they can pretty much get away with anything in world without it being too much of a stretch. Uh, that being said, all the emotional beats I think worked pretty well. Um, the Jedi tomb goo yeah. uh, was pretty intense. Uh, the amber, but, uh, the Jurassic Park amber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in there. Um, <laughs> God. I was watching I need a, that uh, mashup, like yeah. him, his bewildered like wander through the hallway with yeah. <laughs> Jedi Park. Uh, the I was watching a Screen Crush uh, video series, and they said that if you ca- you can kind of map the um, each episode to the episodes of Star Wars, where you know the first ones on it like. It, it makes it made a lot of sense at the time, and you, they kind of go through what like episode one, episode two, episode three, and how they model Phantom Menace and yada yada yada. And then when you get to this one, it's like this one models uh, a New Hope. And it's like okay, well this is sort of where that theory starts to make a little more sense, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like here's Leia as a prisoner and yada 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 and uh, all that good stuff. So I, I really enjoyed that theory that I saw, um, but it's really one of those it might not be happening it might just be picking and choosing your thing but right. I, I thought it was pretty convincing and a fun thing yeah you know I, I know that we usually do a point by point recap of the events of the episode but this episode it was sort of like i feel like this would have been one sequence in some other shows like it was a pretty short episode mm-hmm. and yeah. all of the action um, takes place sort of over almost one big set piece. 
Right, because we have the we have you know a kissy bit and the airplane, which is what I call the vehicles in Star Wars, and then a kissy bit at the um, rebel base or whatever you'd call them, um, and then a kissy the past bit people at, at the very end and back in the airplane of a different airplane, and then yeah. the, most of the chunk is in the. You're basically saying this entire episode would be like an act of a, a different episode. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. Also, Tim, you call them airplanes. I. I Real quick, in Star Wars world, are there vehicles capable of flight that cannot go into space? Because it seems like every vehicle capable huh. of flight in Star Wars can also go into space. Except maybe those yeah. things in Last Jedi. They're like that carriers. They're, those things in Last Jedi, they're flying across the salt flats. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I guess there's like tractors and shit like that. I didn't think that... Um, I don't count hovering. The not the hover snow cars. speeders. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think snow speeders could go in space, but it looks like they can. Yeah. Oh, no, they didn't go in space this those time. Are... I'm going to say they can't. I'm, were those I'm snow speeders or sure. were those A-wings? They're fine. Those were snow speeders. Those speeders? Oh. You know, yeah, or even, whatever their real name is. Even with that, there are a couple of things in this episode that I feel silly bringing up. Because if this was an episode of uh, Boba Fett... We would all be like, yes, finally, consistency, like the scale, you know, all of that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But like the scale of this episode felt very strange to me because they start out um, having uh, with Obi-Wan having thrashing around and having flashbacks mm -hmm. while he is in a back to tank. Mm -hmm. um, he's thinking about all of his trauma related to Anakin um, Tala keeps trying to dunk him back in while he thrashes, being Stop, like, you're not, you're not done, done yet, you're not done yet. <laughs> and he's like, I need to rescue Leia. Um, and we don't really get any sort of fallout from the fact that, like, Leia would be fine <laughs> if she had just taken Leia, but instead, like, I was expecting Obi-Wan to be mad? That's a great point, actually. Why is like, you should have... Not come back for me. Yeah, they took her. You, talk, you talked about that, Jane. Like you expected him to be. You wanted yeah. a scene, which I think makes sense and would have been good dramatic writing to have him be. Yeah, angry at Tala. Like, don't come for me. Totally. You should have stayed with yeah. her. But Technically, Hugh McGregor is doing this like really muted thing that mm -hmm. works when he's next to Leia, and it works when he's around. Well, he's really just been around Leia, but uh, I don't think it quite works if Leia's not there. Yeah. Um, you know, like I think in episode two they had Leia. Uh, a bit, uh, uh, just a episode a kiss too two. much. Sorry, I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought it was like a kiss much, but also it was evened out by how goof, like straight laced Obi Wan was, and then uh, acting against Camille Nanjiani's character as well. But we haven't had that for the last two episodes. Um, well, we had Leia, of course, but yeah. uh, it's it's definitely weirder when it's another realistic character so to speak where it's like you are a serious person too and uh seeing a serious person talk to obi-wan your brain starts to go like oh his accent's really weird <laughs> uh it rules but it's like why does no one else be like why do you talk like that yeah so after obi-wan climbs out of the back to tank there is a uh reluctant um exchange um with the local leader of the path or i here was my yeah. question is this the local leader of the path or is this like the leader leader of the path? so i got the impression this is 
this is the hub for what will become the rebellion. Right. Like, this is the current number one HQ because like everything flows. He says he makes a comment. We can't shut it down. Everything f- comes through here. Oh, yeah. he says that. Okay, uh, I did not get that. His name is. All, uh, I got like the IMDb. Right. His name is Roken, the gentleman. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's yeah. I got the uh, my take of it was this location is the yet to be sort of formalized rebellion. Mm-hmm. The the meager beginnings of it this is the this is prime yeah. hq for it and, and, and you know it could ju- easily just exist as um you know the number one halfway house mm-hmm. yeah because right now they don't need to have so much infrastructure they just need some place to kind of sort right. people through and yeah you're right they did say that this is where they give people new identities and things like that so yeah you guys are totally right this must be for whatever this operation is this is the spot yeah, yeah. and that makes Even sense though it's so t- much smaller than what we're going to see later that makes sense in terms of framing the stakes of the episode sure um yeah. and and what happens later i do think it's interesting because i it does appear that we're meant to think of this as like the first sort of spark of rebellion um mm-hmm. and i was like you know it i don't know how i feel about the rebellion originating to protect jedi like jedi just jedi but i yeah. guess at this point the empire is still new enough that they haven't really sh- shown their hand for non-humans or even mm-hmm. like other humans quite so much yet only certain people sure. are starting yeah. to realize how terrible they really are well just i guess like anyone force sensitive because he mentioned he had a wife who was force mm. sensitive mm-hmm. and which you know if they were she was adult and they were married she was not a jedi but they took her too um but she's too old. Uh, do you know that that uh, the actor that is playing Roken is uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr., which that might not be a household name, but is that is Ice Cube, the rapper and actor's son. Oh, he looks exactly like yeah. him. That makes total sense. Uh, he was great. Is one of his best roles. He played his dad in Straight Outta Compton, and he's been in lots of. He was in Godzilla, King of the Monsters, and a lot of. Oh, other sick! Stuff. Yeah. yeah, he was great. No, he was good. Um, he brought. But a yeah, lot you of... know, like it, it. It is weird to think about because. I think Star Wars does this, and they ju- they do cameos, and they also do like thematic cameos or like cameos for th- like the Death Star, right? right? The Death Star is a cameo, and that comes up all the time. Um, and this, this is like, yeah, when we see this, we th- our cameo brain, Easter egg brain, goes, "This is the start of the you, the, the the Rebel, the Alliance." But totally, it's probably just people that decided to help Jedi for whatever right. reason, and they're not saying. We're going to overthrow them. Mm-hmm. We are just simply trying to get Jedi from point A to point B. Yep. We're doing our part. So it's entirely possible that we, the audience, and I don't include, I'm not just saying us three, um, are, are looking too deep into that. But I don't think it's our fault, right? Because mm-hmm. Star Wars, like, kind of trucks well, in this type but of But even the way that they were outfitted, some of the, like, yeah, setup totally. of the hangers the and stuff. The snow speeders. Totally. Yeah. 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 yeah 100%. It's, it's rebellion. I kind of like, though, yeah, that, it's, right. I kinda like that it's, it's not so straightforward as, like, this is bad. And right. we're gonna fight them. It's like we're starting as it's kind of its right. roots are pure humanitarian aid. Like they are yep. doing something. These people. It's obviously not good because they're basically doing right. the equivalent of like throwing hoods over them and throwing them into unmarked black vans, and we never see them again. <laughs> um, so this whole thing starts from we're just trying to save. We're trying to save and people. I don't want to say humans because like right. of all of all rate of all species right. of all sentients. We're trying to save sentient creatures, people from this fascism. And then eventually it will grow into. That's not enough. We got. We got to. We got to take them right. down. Yeah, because like Jane said, eventually they're gonna 
you know, have all these line items and they're going to have caught most Jedi. Yeah. So now they have to start, you know, all right, phase one's complete. Now let's move on to phase five yeah. and so forth. And now there was like, oh, shit, this is affecting a lot more than just people yeah. that can move rocks. And, and this is an episode I feel like, honestly, this this episode for me is, I think, very – it's kind of a Rorschach test. I feel like <laughs> – there's going to be people that loved it. People hate it. It's very, like, you see what you want. Because there's definitely things you can nitpick, and I'm sure we'll touch on them. Like, for example, in this moment, in this scene, it's they kind of gloss over, like, how how do you know Third Sister has Leia? And how do you know they went to, what do they call it, Fortress Inquisitorious on Ner? Oh, that's a good point. That's a great title. <laughs> but, like, they, they kind of just gloss over that. Yeah, like, I could see her, though, writing a note. But come on, yeah, you're, you're, you're totally right. <laughs> but that's fine. You know, you know, honestly, it's fine. So I feel like you could you could focus on because there's some things I, I personally really liked about it, and there's yes, there's definitely stuff to nitpick. But they cut into the chase. They've got Leia. They took her to Nur, and then we cut to Nur, right? And she's yeah. in the interrogation. Well, first, room. we have a classic Star Wars briefing, oh, which yes. is <laughs> which is the planet is like popping up out of a little yeah. puck, and they're, yeah, they're yeah, like, like this the is thing. the biome of this planet. Yeah. I right, and they're like, "This won't work." The dirty Star we just Wars, use those for thing. like the yeah, dirty and lived then, in and then, universe. You know, call to action, it. rejection of the call. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, it's like, okay. Um, One of the other two uh, rebellion yeah. people there, uh, uh, Sully is her character's name. I don't think it's ever said aloud. It's played uh, by Maya Erskine, who Pen Fifteen is Maya. Yeah, yes, yes. Pen Fifteen. Yeah. A yeah. show that I could no longer watch because it was so awkward. Yeah. Uh, but I, that's the point. Yeah. 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 And, and this is something where, like, it felt like it had the Boba Fett scale problem, where it's yeah, like, totally. okay, so we're on this, like, random backwater planet. Now we are going to go to the Fortress Inquisitorious, smash right. cut to Vader's house. Like, yeah. well, not and his it house, was, but you know what it is, his office. Like, COVID-casted, because everything's kind of empty, which I don't know if they're just trying to say... Okay, there's not a lot of people that help this lowercase r rebellion. Um, that being said, like in certain parts of the uh, Fortress Inquisitorius or whatever, um, is, there's like a billion people just walking left to right. right. And then the rest of it, it's like nothing's happened. Even though, yeah. you know, Obi-Wan is in the restricted section still. Right. If, like went in where, uh, was it, is it Nala? Lot? Tala. 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 Uh, in her zone, she has enough room to strangle a guy. Yeah. yeah, that felt a little strange. It's great. I mean, how, how do you feel about the the hanging a lantern slash throwaway line of no one would be so dumb as to attack it, so they don't so they don't have all these usual defenses, and it's like kind of me honestly, I'm like this. I'm like you can roll your eyes at that, and that is fair. It's a fair right. position to have, but I also kind of buy it that yeah. people like yeah. could be so like up their own asses of like no one would dare challenge yeah. me. Well, and and here's the thing. So, jumping forward a little bit to the scene in the hallway with all of the sort of Jedi in amber. Mm-hmm. There is a plot point in uh Star Wars Rebels where um the corpse of very sadly a character from Clone Wars, um a Jedi from Clone Wars and also from, you know, canon um is used to lure in Jedi. It's basically put into a prison. Um, oh. And then rumors are spread by the Inquisitors that the Jedi is being imprisoned in this, like, fortress oh. because they know that... To entice people- rescue missions? To entice rescue oh, missions. Oh, that's 
it's it's diabolical. Really, it's really sad because like you get to know her pretty that. well in in uh, Clone Wars, right? But so that's why I kind of buy that they don't have a shield because like they don't want it to seem so impenetrable that no one would ever try. Like they've probably sticky flypaper caught like six or seven Jedi yeah. this way. Um, I... It's just that. Yeah, none Jane, of them were I main lo- characters. I, I love that narrative gut punch. The whole, like, we've got intel. We snuck it out. The so-and-so's being it, held. Yeah. And it's like, we leaked that intel on purpose. They've been dead for weeks yeah. just to get you here. So we can kill you now, too. Yeah. And we're going to do it again. It's actually the Inquisitor who who does it. So it's... The, well, Cal uh, Kestis uh, broke into this place two years ago and fucked it up <laughs> when Darth Vader shows up. So they're not... Either A, that's argument to be made that... You're absolutely right. They got my. We all know Cal Kestis. I don't even to describe who that is. Yeah. Um, so maybe they. I mean, Cal Kestis got away, and I'm always saying that because they're making a <laughs> Jedi fall. You are always order saying two. that. <laughs> so why would they not have the Cal Kestis upgrade plan where they make it harder to swim in? Or maybe there is someone that believes that Cal Kestis was the one-off. Yeah. Do you know who needs to play Cal Kestis? I just looked up this the character. Actor. <laughs> no, did you ever watch Shameless or or Gotham? Oh yeah, yeah, that one. The redhead guy. Yeah, yeah. He might uh, be too old now, though. <laughs> Pat, take a look at who does mocap in the voice actor. Is it for him? Cal Kestis. Is it him? <laughs> it's it's that guy. It's that guy. <laughs> it's it's okay, the. It's, it's uh. Well, I don't know. I don't it's know who scary the actor how much is. The, but, let me, okay. Uh, it's, yeah. it, oh, it is Cameron Monaghan. Yeah, exactly. it is. That's exactly. <laughs> that's oh, it is. Okay, that's funny. It is. <laughs> It's like, he looks so much like him. That's crazy. Oh it's because it's not a coincidence, dummy. The computers like took his. The computers <laughs> yeah. have done this to you. Yeah. So and they should get Cal Kestis's trainer uh, to be played by that one voice actress that looks exactly like his voice actress trainer. <laughs> so I feel like all that I have ever wanted in my life is to see Indira Varma do cool spy stuff in Star Wars. Sure. Um. So we do get to see that. Um. It, it felt a little bit on the nose, but I also feel like this is something that works in real life, so I can't be too mad at it, which is when you are called on your bluff, act mad and ask to see the manager. Totally. Yes. Totally. I think it would. All, it's always going to work in Star Wars. I, I think there's never going to be a moment that you know, this doesn't work, so to speak, right? Yeah. Because there's so much fear and there's so much like shittiness yeah. like i'm just gonna look the other way that yeah. yeah i mean it's not even technically that eye rolly yeah. no um, and, i buy star wars does so much of the same shit every single time they do a thing that it starts to work yeah. somehow even more if you're middle management in the empire that's gonna just suck so bad because it's like in those situations where it's like well fuck either i have to i have to pick a choice and live with it and the option there's death is waiting at one of these choices for me because either I stick to my guns like no you're not belong here but if you actually do belong here I'm fucked or I like back down and let you go and then if I was wrong I'm fucked so it's like dang that's just gotta be just like terrible like he knows he's not a main character he he knows (laughs) yes yes yes. (laughs) he knows I only exist in this reality for these three minutes and then I go I don't exist anymore I wink out because Darth Vader has choked me to death (laughs) Not even force choked me. Just no, like with just his physically gloves. with his hands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, they're gonna do a two two person rescue operation. Like fuck it, let's do it. Let's go crazy. Uh, she shows up uh, in undercover. I do like the the 
the chutzpah of her saying, like, do you, does your clearance even still work? She's we're going to find out. It's a hell of a way to find out. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, totally. Well, she knows she got the kid law. Like, she, yeah. even if Obi-Wan isn't calling her on it, like, maybe it's just because she clearly I mean, feels bad enough. Maybe also Obi knows, though, it's like, he could get mad at her, but even if she had been with Leia, she'd probably be dead now, and Leia yeah. would still be yeah. there. Uh, sure, sure. But um, Well, she probably could have done that thing where she runs faster, and then Leia's like, I can't keep up, I'm so little. And then she picks up Leia, <laughs> yeah. and she gets there just in time, and it saves all of it. Yeah. What they should have done is had one of the lowercase all or uh, rebellion people be like, no, this is good, actually. If they fucking kill a senator's daughter... Are you kidding me? That's going to spark a revolution. <laughs> Fucker. Yeah. <laughs> but but Tala, like, weasels her way downstairs and finds, like, basically a library terminal, it seems. Which I, yeah, I do love the design of all of this being underwater. I love that, that workstation looking it. out. At, like, And there's, like, yeah. the space manta rays, like, yeah, and I loved the smash cut to Obi Wan just like swimming, swimming. Yeah, <laughs> my dude loves to swim. <laughs> just keep like this swimming. is just like Naboo. Yeah, and then there's those uh, creepy tentacly things with mouths on the side. Yeah, of the I didn't like that. Yeah, there sh- this this episode was really short and not a lot happened, but like he should have fought a shark. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it just reminded me of, like, were those the same things that, like, Grogu was eating (laughs) slash being eaten by? Sure. Maybe. Yeah, sure. (laughs) It it seemed that way. Um, I loved him popping out of the hatch, um, getting immediately detected by a stormtrooper, and then murking that stormtrooper and leaving his body to float in the water. That that was was good. Mm -hmm. I was mad at him because he was just running around in his bathrobe yeah, the whole time like, as opposed you take to the doing armor? anything else. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, it's, that, that is kind of tough. Yeah. But then again, you know, Obi-Wan did it in the Death Star. So what are you going to do? I don't know. Yeah. And then interspersed with, with this, uh, this rescue operation is Leia and Reva in the interrogation. And Reva's just being very mean and rude. To our little princess, and she yeah. tells her Obi Wan is dead, and he burned alive, and you should tell us everything. And Leia's being the champion that we know and love her as, just mm-hmm. holding her own, just yeah. amazingly. Yeah, they write her so well, and they they can continually do a really good job here. Mm-hmm. Both of them, I think, were great in these scenes. Um, you could tell that uh, the third sister had real contempt for leia and at no point did she even have a flickering of like <laughs> like oh she's so cute it's like no she she straight up yeah. hated this kid oh god the the line of like hope you like pain let's make some real tears i'm like jesus that was yeah very cold also isn't there uh she tries to read force read leia's mind and leia resists yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, makes sense because we yeah. all know that she's Force-sensitive, but, like, it feels like maybe Raven should have been like, huh. Yeah, that scene was a bit much and turned me into an online Twitter guy for four seconds and <laughs> got over it. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, you know, everything you said, that's like, there should have been a huh. There should have been like, oh, we got something else. Daddy, Daddy Vader, I, I have, I've captured a senator's daughter who's also Force-sensitive. This is great news. Yeah. The one that he's been hiding his whole life, which is no big deal. Yeah, yeah no, that, that's in. It also is a little strange that 
she's able to resist it, but also Inquisitors aren't full Sith. So it's it's impressive right. that the third sister is just, you know, able to do it at all. Yes. Yes, yeah. exactly. And um, I loved, I think it's a little bit later in the episode, but we can probably cover most of these little interstitials <laughs> yeah. sort of in one area. Um, I loved when Leia was like, oh, I, I will tell you, but I have to talk to my daddy first. And then Rafe was We're like- We're on the same side, right? Rafe was like, oh my God, you little shit. I'm going to torture you. <laughs> yeah, that was so good. She, she just does this like, she's like, like the, makes yeah. a fist in her face. Like, oh, yeah. you- and Lolo, I think Lola, Lola, her her yep. little droid at one point like launches herself trying to protect Leia, which funny. is yeah. which is very cute, but also you know she's come on, you've seen her like don't it's yeah. not. And so, I think my favorite shot visually again directing is this Deborah Chow again. She, yeah, uh, Deborah she doing, Chow the whole is season? something else. Yeah, again, I love what they're doing with um, light or lack thereof or contrast. Yeah. Like I love because again, the scene. So yeah, Reva's had it with Leia's antics. She's like, you know, screw it. I'm just gonna do a torture on a ten year old girl because I guess you know because yeah, I'm because yeah. I'm evil. And she's getting put in like the torture chair and she's crying and, and Obi Wan's trying to make it there. And um, but Tala, by the way, was is an underrated badass by the way because she gets called out. And then takes out like all the people in that station, yes. at the workstation she was at, just snapping necks and whatnot. So yeah, <laughs> underrated badass of uh, un- underrated yeah. slash surprising, you know, surprising unexpected badass of the season. Yeah. Her stealth kills, I think, clocking at three, four, at least three in this episode. Yeah, at yeah. least three. Uh, um, and then so, but she manages to create some kind of diversion or distraction, something, some kind of alarm going off, and the lights go out. So there's Leia well, in the chair. Oh, we yeah. can't we can't glaze over what her distraction was. Although I guess we don't figure it out until after yeah, after yeah. this scene because <laughs> it's not the greatest distraction. In the world. Yeah, this is it's total like oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck. Yeah, oh, yeah. can you just like open? It's underwater. Just open some doors. <laughs> right. Yeah, totally. Uh, but yes, go ahead. Oh no, I just like and then so lights go out. There's a stormtrooper on the other side of her. The only light is there's like the red light lights in a circle yeah. around the thing. So it's just like dark and the red. And then I don't, uh, of course, I, I just love it. We've done it a couple times now in this show and Boba Fett, but like, or Mandalorian, but then like just the blue lightsaber appears in the darkness yep. and takes out one stormtrooper and then disappears. disappears. Yeah. And then reappears behind the other one. I just love stuff like that. I love the, I feel like that's what I would do with the lights. That's the way to do it. It's just, yeah. Oh, yeah. totally. It's so, it's so cool. That <laughs> scene with Ahsoka. I love this scene. I love, I yeah. also, I forgot to mention when we were walking through him, like, creeping around the, the station, but mm-hmm. um, at one point there are two uh, stormtroopers walking around while he's just creeping behind bulkheads and stuff, yeah. and one of them said to the other one, this place gives me the creeps, and the oh, other yeah. one's like, maybe we'll get reassigned or, or whatever. Yeah. I probably wouldn't have caught it without subtitles, but I'm like, yeah, I can yeah hear it. that's true. It's a terrible so- place to work. And then Obi-Wan does a little uh, force knock-knock down the road, and then those oh, yeah. two dudes yeah. are able to run away. Yep. 
I like that was the scene where they turned down the the hall and the shot makes it look like he's just thirty feet away from. Him like, the, how did they not see him? Yes, I had that same <laughs> yeah. thought too. It's like, how was he not in their eye line when he climbed? You can't into the see alcove? anything out of these th- stormtroopers. Yeah. No, it's like video game. It's like video game guard logic. It's like the, oh, so the vision only goes so far ahead of them in front <laughs> yeah, of them. Out of his cone. Huh? I guess it was nothing. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're and then like return their cone. <laughs> their vision cone was sweet. It reminded right. me a little bit of um, in the Force Awakens when like Ray is creeping around it's like they need to just make normal hallways they would lose way fewer rebels if they simply they, had normal hallways but the sleek hallways <laughs> they can hide all their cords behind sick industrial bulkheads mm. yeah. uh i think they're still using those handhold communicators like are they yeah it's like yeah. you don't have y'all don't haven't heard of an earpiece or something it's like yeah well they haven't invented them yet you know because yeah. they have they use them in a new hope mm-hmm. so they have they to put all of the cutting edge technology in this universe is going towards uh, shrimp bots. Yeah. And yes. Yeah. That's it's all building up to shrimp robots. Well, yeah. it's like in in they're sending all of their resources to the room where they're eventually going to invent fob technology. Yeah. Yes. 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 That's somewhere. Every, oh yeah, because of the timeline. Somewhere, Tim, there's a young engineer who's got an idea for yeah. a shrimp Gregory farming fob. robot. Yeah, in, in like his garage. <laughs> Yeah, like doing all of that. There was also yeah, the uh, the, uh, fight scene is really great because you know it 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 calls to mind like the fight scene in the Last Jedi, and you know you really do he like hits each stormtrooper several times, uh, and they really were gonna poke and prod Leia with all those little spikies and needles and drills Mm -hmm. and things. Yeah, and like I, how do I put this? I feel like the stakes in this episode were um so obviously threatening to torture a 10 year old main character (laughs) is is going to like up the ante a little bit i don't know that they needed to like have the little worrying blades getting closer and closer it's like we already know the situation's bad you don't have to keep cutting back towards it Mm -hmm. but um he rescues her it's good we love that this has happened maybe Mm -hmm. everything will be okay or maybe <laughs> the distraction that Tala came up with was simply to march to the antagonist and declare that she had important information to oh, share. Yeah. <laughs> which is true. Which is yeah. true. Yeah. Um, and try to lie. Yeah, she she does a good job for the most part. And the scene's tense, obviously, and you're not too sure if Tala is going to break one way or going to try this or, right. you know, not roll well in her charisma check. But, yeah, it's a good scene. And uh, she does the classic, I'm going to give you some information and I'm going to act like a, I'm actually a double spy. Of course I've been spying. I've been embedded with them and I know that they're on whatever they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say that I actually, I think this is my least favorite scene slash conceit in the entire episode so or not Mm -hmm. entire episode entire series so far because it makes both tala and the third sister seem like total idiots (laughs) and neither of them have really seemed like idiots to this point no granted the antagonist sometimes you have to like selectively make them a dummy but like i could see why you wanted there to be a uh confrontation between these two strong women but I cannot believe that this was the best idea that 
Tala could come up with. <laughs> and I also, when there was a interruption at the end of their conversation, the third sister had just decided, like, I don't trust you. We are going to interrogate you. Right. We are taking you to interrogation right now. And then there is a distraction and she's just like, anyway, <laughs> like, like, yeah. why would you just be like this sneaky person has happened to just do something sneaky. Now, all of a sudden, the base is under attack. Let's right. let her go. Let's just totally. let her run about. Also, that you could be read, fine. Well, no, she. So I, something happened. The alarms went off, and and Reva ran away. And there were she told two guards to take her, and Tala takes those guards out because stormtroopers most ineffectual enforcers. This is true. Um, that being said, there's certain powers in sci-fi fantasy or superhero stuff that I'm like I feel like sometimes we always try people try to write around I'm like these are more game breaky than we even credit for like mind readings one of them where like mm-hmm. anything anyone says to her like she could have easily just like looked into Tala's mind and right. been like you're full of shit uh good to know I don't even need to interrogate you right, I have yeah. a whole theory on, on on certain superpowers and heroes I'm like right. these ones are very undervalued for how devastating they would be right. actually if someone could do that but right. And she's also given the information to her already. Like, why did the third sister not just kill her? She already knows everything she could get out of the situation. Right. Well, it's not very... she... So Tala did not say the right... She gave her false information, I believe. There's the name right. of the planet she says is different than the one they're actually on. Because this is like right. Jabim or something or is where they oh, actually yeah, are. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I get different. it. I just... Um, that whole interaction, I don't know. It just rubbed me very much No, the I'm with way. you. It felt a little like, how. yes, how does Tala get out of this that's a little contrived yeah totally yeah because the third sister's just walking back and forth in the right. station mm-hmm. over and over right. again so it's kind of awkwardly uh done i mean it it quote unquote works but yeah it's not the most yeah. effective I guess it, it just felt sloppier in terms of scale and traversal and mm-hmm. all of it than the rest of the show but again exactly. i'm like picking very small nitpicky pieces when if we had an episode this coherent in Boba Fett, again, it would be oh, and, <laughs> the alarm beyond gets, belief. The alarm is triggered because uh, one of those, like, just they just have probe droids roaming the halls. He just sees them. <laughs> just see, yeah, sees Obi-Wan and sets off an alarm. Yeah. And that's that's the that is the alarm that saves Tala's life for making Reva leave. Uh, and then Obi-Wan has showdown with stormtroopers and Hall again. And then there's water hall scene. Yeah, he does a lot of uh, lightsaber reflecting um, and a lot of uh, uh, lightsaber kata back and forth. And it's, uh, you know, it's fine. It, it didn't work quite w- as well as I wanted to. I, you know, they, they maybe are saying that Obi-Wan is out of practice and things like that. But he seems to get better at it as they right. go along. Like mm-hmm. he reflects uh, right. um, bolts directly where he wants them to go and shuts that door and things of that nature. Well, so now that I'm thinking back on it, we saw him having his, like, sad meditation where he seemed, like, forlorn in a previous episode. This episode, while they're on their way to the planet, he, like, tries to move something with the Force and he can't. But it does seem that he can access the Force in moments where Leia is in danger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, because the the blocking of the uh, bolts would require some amount of force sensitivity to be able to do just to like be able to know like that is the speed of a bullet i am bouncing it back right, right so it right. does that's really why yeah that's why anakin can pod races which we all know yes um 
yeah, then one one uh, 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 blaster bolt hits the window and it starts to crack. I'm like, this would have been, this is this would have been strong enough. Hello. Let's go. I can't when believe Cal Kestis was there. This didn't happen. Tim, well, it did happen, but it happened a lot different. Tim, I'm uh, cheers to you for in this episode that couldn't. I feel like of all the Star Wars has been so far, you found a way to reference podcast or pod racing and. <laughs> it's just like I can't believe you fucking did it. Like, you, what do you mean, you madman? It makes so much sense. Uh, pod racing is life, and they sh- it should be mentioned in more episodes. Yep. On this water moon, where we have Obi Wan trying to rescue, lay, break Leia out of jail on a watery moon, you found a way to reference the racing on a desert planet. Good job. Well, no, you are so small minded. How dare you? The, 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 you know, there's the Boonta Cup and the Boonta Classic, we all know, but there's dozens of tracks. You need to play the Nintendo 64 game. They probably uh, freaking raced here. How do we feel about, uh, like, yeah, so he holds the entire ocean at bay, though, with the cracking glass yeah. for a minute until they get out of the hallway. And then he, like, sends the crack down a little bit. That was so, pretty cool. like, yeah, the was water cool. breaks. Yeah, and he runs and has to outrun the ocean to the. Of course, it closes yeah. just in yeah, time. Yeah, it, it was a big set piece yeah. type scene. It, it, it was it was it was pretty cool. And like, so obviously, I love Obi Wan. We all love <laughs> Obi Wan, but this is another example of him being like, "Get Leia somewhere safe," and she is like, "I will move her six feet, and then we will stand here and watch what happens." <laughs> we will stop as the as the bolts are coming. Yeah. Out, the and like, it happened to work out fine in this case, but like. Lady, <laughs> you needed a moment. You needed him to like pull yeah. Tala aside. Like when we get out of here, we're gonna have a serious talk about what it means when I say "get her somewhere safe." The definition. Yeah, you're gonna of that have phrase. to kiss later, guys. Of course, she's not gonna leave him behind. See, the thing is, I would have liked if they had kissed because they're two very attractive people. What have you? But now I'm like, no. Like, Tala is making stupid decisions because she has a big old crush on him. And that's not how I like my competent lady spies to roll. (laughs) Obi-Wan is a femme fatale. We can all agree. Obi-Wan is a femme fatale. He is also apparently an object lesson in how trauma makes you bad at even the simplest tasks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is true. And I am gonna, I wouldn't be surprised if one goes through and binges the show that some of these uh, being bad at simplest tasks and some of the other things stand out more starker, but week to week, it's not mm-hmm. that bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then I think the, the worst kind of framing scene is their walk out uh, <laughs> with Leia fucking uh, under his, what you don't like, like two Jedi in a trench coat. Yeah, that is, that was that was a bit much for me, but whatever. This entire escape scene is like, here's the problem when you use tropes and scene constructions that you've done a hundred times in Star yep. Wars before. There is the chance that you will do this one much less credibly than you've done it other times. And right. that makes it seem worse than if it was a brand new scene. Like, escaping through the hangar, like, you gotta but- nail that. <laughs> But Jane, mm-hmm. this happened before A New Hope. I know what you're uh, saying. A New fair. Hope came out decades ago. But uh, no, well, yes, but chronologically, it's because of this happening here. And Vader got the idea to just let them leave from the third sister. 
and they they do get a lot of of leeway with oh I let them leave to track them down baby yeah uh, that happens a lot and sure it, it's a it's a duct tape over uh, stupid character disease and oops we have to have plot itis but you know I, I I thought the her throwing a battery yeah at a spaceship was sick that's yeah. true that's true the parts of this that were different I think were okay I think I'm just like over seeing them escape through a hangar and like the same beats of like oh no we're surrounded wait no we're not because the ships are coming in and they're blowing yep. everything up oh yeah. no it's the chaos we have to go and totally. hop onto the it, ship it's like crack. we barely get away There's him a, getting blown up by the battery was good though yeah that was good it was weird how like whenever they was going crazy on the hangar though fifth brother's there our favorite hat wearer of the show and he's rasping his rasp about how this is all Riva's fault. And like, and then they like leave the hangar, and then our heroes are in the hangar. It's like they immediately walk out, and then all of a sudden, their sister's there with a, like a perfectly formed company behind her. It's yeah. just weird how it's like he exits stage right, she enters stage left. I don't know. It was just, mm-hmm. it was just like, why didn't he come back? But right, like I thought the savior was gonna be Hat Guy uh, fighting the, the the third sister, and everyone's like, uh, taking an action doing a thing instead <laughs> of just being like I don't like it when she does stuff without getting permission <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. go tell Vader <laughs> yeah, it, 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 yeah it was kind of sloppy and there's so many people in this fucking place that I'm so they would have been shot from a billion directions but whatever it's a Star Wars right. they got it. well and when she's like yeah, I right. let them escape right how but she didn't tell that plan to every right. other motherfucker I mean, I mean maybe she did but that would be hey insane like that doesn't feel I think, like her style to, yeah let's go to that so yeah they get away of course so like you think they're nailed two speeders two snow speeders show up start shooting up the hangar they get on one of them get away the other one gets the the cool battery throw blow up uh you know price of war and then vader shows up he's of course pissed he immediately walks in the room and force chokes third sister and somehow good for her the only time anyone i've ever seen is able to to utter a word through the force right. choke that's some mm. strength, but she said that let him leave, and and she claimed. So here's a question: Did she actually put a tracker on Leia, or was she just saying what she thought would save her life? Because maybe in Lola, yeah, she did because the did, robot cause turns the, bad. Oh, that's the, right. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, so, so I did have that question at the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, she, you know, good on her. She had her insurance. Like I kind of. I don't know if that was necessarily her plan A, right. but I do think that she is smart enough to realize, like, they keep escaping. <laughs> so at least yeah. in this way, if they escape, I also win. And it's not entirely, quote unquote, congruent with her plot line, because her plot line is do whatever she can to get Obi-Wan. Yeah. So this bit doesn't, quote unquote, make sense. That she now has flipped and wants to destroy the path. But one could see after going to the hideaway house that she, like, I, hey, I'll yeah. give him more favor if I take the whole thing down. It makes sense. But again, just judging if, from, like what she's been doing before. If we want to give miles of like benefit of the doubt, like just like tons of rope to the people running this show. You, there's something to be said for the theory that we don't yet actually know what Third Sister wants. We know what she wants sure. everyone to think she wants. Sure. Right. Right. So yeah. at her heart true. of hearts, because there's that also moment of like the whole member from last episode, like you'll get what you deserve. Like, I ho-, and she has that like very like stoic, like introspective. I hope so. Delivery. 
Right. So, like I said, this is me putting on my tinfoil hat here. But basically, it's like there. I I see a world where there's a theory where there's a re- there's a plausible theory of she wants something we haven't we don't know yet what she actually yeah. truly wants. We only know what she wants everyone else to think she wants. As long as she doesn't flip, I'm fine with any twist they throw in. Yeah, like her being good. Her, yeah. or, or keep her bad. Yeah. And then kill her. I but agree I, with that. I think she'll be bad, but I think she'll have a very good reason for it. And then I think it will be a good reason that also throws Obi-Wan into crisis. Because yeah, that's what she, this young man needs. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, she will be her death. She's going to get some sick uh, final word. And then Obi-Wan's like, fuck, I gotta go back. Do, do you think it, do you think the most likely thing is she was a youngling, Obi-Wan was the Jedi that took her from her home, and then yes. there was they they shared some moment where she was scared and he's like, I promise nothing will ever happen to you or I'll always protect you. And she's like, <laughs> You weren't one of those like you weren't well, there. Bye. You weren't <laughs> there like when we needed you, you weren't there type shit. I don't know. I've gotta I, go I don't Union even know bust. about the, the second I part. I feel like it. I would be satisfied with him just having been the one to to take her from her home. And mm-hmm. and also, you know, in that case, maybe we get a scene of him interacting with a young girl in like this fatherly way and letting her and like instead of returning her to Ooh. her family, he's abducting her from her family to yeah. send her on this like terrible path. Whoa, yeah. it's weird. Wow. Ooh. It's like poetry. Yeah. That's my assumption currently, but I could be surprised. If you know what I was thinking was is it didn't this episode was not bad, but it there was really no surprises. There was everything was kind of like what you expected. Like there's little hiccups along the way, but in the end they all got away. You feel they have the character who you hear his name one time, like Wade, who dies, so you feel a little bit of like twinge or yep. pain. Yeah. But oh, and can we talk about Tala being like, I guess you're soldiers now? Like, fuck you, Tala. Yeah. That was rude. <laughs> this is all your yeah. fault. You be, did yeah. this. Hey, we've started the re- Capital R rebellion. That's fucking yeah. cold. It's like, so cold. I mean, it does. Br- she does bring her what I assume is like whiskey made out of gasoline, but it's still pretty rude to do. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Totally. It's uh. It's strange when so many quote unquote cool things happen when uh, everything you said, you know, is true of just like, yeah, and, you know, not a lot happened. It wasn't bad, mm-hmm. but not a lot of surprises. And yeah, there's just a lot of of moments that strain just a kissy on the credulity where not any not any one of them was enough to make you throw your hands up and spill your popcorn and say, come on now. But all of them together, it kind of like bent the, the joint a little bit not, not horribly not horribly <laughs> just not a perfect episode yeah i would say in previous episodes almost every moment felt like very character driven like that this is what the character would do based on their specific set of you know training trauma all, all of that like you put them in this situation this is how they act in this episode it felt more like we have to end up here we've yeah. got our set pieces set up have the characters act like they need to act to get from part to part with the exception of, I would say maybe three moments. One was third sister telling Vader, like choking out that she had put a tracker because you're right, Pat. That's the first time I'd ever heard of someone like managing to shake out of it. And Mm -hmm. that shows to me both that she had an incredible strength and maybe even that Vader was like, 
leaving the door open just a little bit because he'd expected more of her and almost wanted yeah. to give her a chance to pre- prove herself. Cal Kestis gets out of it. <laughs> um, the I don't um, know if that's true. The Hall of Amber was yes. Oh yeah, we kind of very totally very good. Right. Um, totally. For me, like the kind of the high of the episode, mm-hmm. just to see his dawning horror at realizing what had become of all of his colleagues and also some of his charges. Right. Um, <laughs> that was an interesting yeah. choice to leave the helmet on the kid. <laughs> well, yeah. everyone else had their accoutrement, you know, you had to. And then at the end, Leia holding Obi-Wan's hand and Obi-Wan holding her hand back. Mm-hmm. My yeah. heart. My heart, my heart, my heart, my heart, my heart. Yeah, oh, oh my definitely. God, my heart. Mm-hmm. It does those things really well. And uh, yeah, it's just sometimes in the middle, it's not perfect. But again, we are, like I've said a million times, we're in this strange Disney place where even good episodes, it's hard to tell because they're so sort of uh, paint by numbers. They're so uh, yeah. uh, directed by committee that it edges off a lot of stuff. I watched the first episode of Kamala Khan um the marvel show and i was really caught off guard by how fresh it felt comparatively uh another disney plus show that is airing at the same time as a star wars show very strange choice but that one you know felt different and and had its own viewpoint and and kind of quote-unquote gimmick and things like that so i uh, it, it was easy to kind of tell what i was missing um seeing something that had it but yeah. still not bad but and, I, and it's a star war so i'm gonna fucking drink it down no matter what that just makes me so excited for Titus taika's star wars movie which yeah, you same. know he's gonna he's gonna get his flavor on it and it's a delicious i flavor. adore it i i know quick sidebar i feel like there's gonna be at some point a taika watiti backlash because just he's all over every so many things these days <laughs> i'm not i still adore his flavor of things, the, sp- the seasoning I, I he think, puts on stuff, I like very yeah. much. Really yeah, because he's it. gonna do a Star War. You know, he's doing. I'm sure he'll do Marvel movies for the next bit. But he still did. Our flag means death, which none of yeah. us really expected to happen. Yeah, and yeah, it got a second nowhere. season. In. Does, yes, yes. yes. And what cried. we do in the shadows just got two more seasons. Like, yeah, hell yeah. Like, it's they're so good. Uh, he's having a great hot girl summer. Yes, hot Taika <laughs> summer. Uh, yeah. And like, yeah, Ragnarok's my favorite MCU movie still to this day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm excited for Love and Thunder, but yeah, I just, I just put out there. I, 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 I'm picking up what he's putting down. I love it. Like I said, yeah. it's one of those things where I feel like I'm, a, I'm, I, as a fan of his, I'm afraid that that scale is going to yeah. tip in the near future where there's going to be like a. That always happens when someone gets really, really popular and starts doing a ton and just like so many things. There's always a little. Yeah, pushback. I have put him on a pedestal. And I'm sure nothing uh, will be negative for doing that. And it it gives (laughs) me some hope that creatively of the episodes where they're like a Star Wars is breaking into a Star Wars prison. Mm -hmm. I prefer the episode where from Mandalorian where there are no legacy characters in it. Right. Totally. Mm -hmm. And and it proves that like they can succeed on their own footing, even though Obi-Wan has overall been really good. Like some of the highest highs of the shows with original characters can hang, yeah. which is great. I just don't know why they put so many people in the hangar and so many people in that like main foyer, the main entryway. Because uh, I feel like it, when Cal Kestis was there, it wasn't that busy. In the 
comic book it wasn't that busy so if this feels like this should be a place that obviously has people that work there uh you know for like a, a let's say a good number of stormtroopers a decent amount of of yeah. of whatever you call officers or whatever but the fact that they were just like doing the extra walk f- from the left side of the screen to the right <laughs> yada, yada, yada. it like very much gives you the vibe of like okay this is what we're seeing and much like an anthill there's a billion people here which again may yeah. be true but then we get down to the um computer terminal and there's like three people in this giant room so right. i think i think weirdly you know if they cut out like half of the people in that room would have given it this weird austere sort of yeah. like spooky temple vibe but that whatever would have, yeah, not, not that would have felt better yep 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 any other final thoughts this is a, a faster one which is yeah. probably good because our other ones are long yeah uh two more episodes shit i'm excited to see where it goes i'm sure i i think they're building i'm gonna give it a lot again i'm gonna give it a huge benefit of the doubt i think they're building to a pretty great lightsaber fight because i feel like they've kind of been teasing us but there hasn't been a there's of course episode three with with vader where it's you think it's going to be this fight and obi-wan just gets worked over and the only time he uses his lightsaber is purely defensive and then even in this I, you know there was an opportunity i feel like they and they're doing it on purpose i feel like we're thinking oh he's gonna fight third sister on the hangar with all the stuff shit blowing up around them and it's like no he still uses his he goes back to using his blaster on the hangar i noticed and yeah. uh so i think tim I, th- uh, I i apologize tim or jane which one one of you called out you think the big fight is not going to be actually him versus vader it's going to be him versus no. third sister because yeah, they're there because we so she has to die because we their club climactic fight was a new hope but yep. uh that being said, yeah. you know, the the the, the rama uh, rolling it around in a bingo uh, uh, cage circle thing is Vader. What is cool about Vader? You can fucking cut his arms and legs off and it won't have lasting ramifications. Mm-hmm. Third sister, though, her entire body can be cut up because she doesn't <laughs> appear in any additional content. She's not there when Cal Kestis storms it. I don't know if she's there... In the comic books, I believe she's not. Apparently, also one of the other, the second, the other girl, um, uh, Inquisitor, is also made up. So it's like, oh, you're gonna die, die. Let's go. And that's where it's weird when, like, so many people, you're like, well, we know that you can't die. We know that Leia can't die. We know that Obi Wan can't die. We know that Vader can't die. We also know that they can't be disfigured. (laughs) Like, well, I guess there's Bacta, so. Who knows? Yeah. But. Oh, I, I had a robot hand the whole time with skin on it. I didn't show you. I'm like a Terminator. <laughs> yeah, and you know, and them, and that's true. But then again, they also stabbed the Inquisitor, the head Inquisitor, through the stomach yeah. with a lightsaber yeah. and quote unquote killed him, even though that character, we assume, yeah, are they going to resolve the guy that? From Rebels. And like, and like his either. brother, that could be just the alien race. They're, 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 this is what happens when you become fucking number one i am my money is on a climactic fight between obi-wan and the third sister where she reveals who she is which is a um padawan or like youngling rather that obi-wan uh rescued he really does not want to kill her after he realizes that and he is forced to yeah Um, totally yeah it's gonna be like I could see her even pushing it and pushing it and being like, I'm going to kill Leia. And Leia like, no, you don't have to. Yeah. You don't have to. And then he does it. I don't know, man. Uh, 
That being- I think, I mean, that is one interesting thing about the prequel vibe is we can fill in some of the uh, uh, Obi-Wan stuff. But again, just like we were talking about with, with Boba Fett, it's like Boba Fett wasn't a character. So it's right. hard to, <laughs> to really take that win in the same way. Like, obviously, the desert wizard guy ruled, but like he was <laughs> that. Um, and it's in, in, it gets much more complicated now that we have the prequels and yada, 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 yada. Yeah. yada. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I definitely think that's basically what's going to happen. I think next episode they're going to kill a lot of the, the lowercase R rebels. Ahsoka's going to show up and like, I got a proposition for you, kid. Um, I assume, I assume Ahsoka's going to show up. But she probably won't actually. Uh, so if I can put in skin. a word, it's, I would be okay if Ahsoka didn't show up if Ventress did. Love Ventress. Love Ventress. But, you know, also, even if nobody shows up, even if it's, like, cameo-free from here on out, they've Mm -hmm. proven... My my brain is, like, they want to tee up the Ahsoka show, so even if it doesn't make sense, they're going to marvel it, and they're going to say something like, some people use two yellow lightsabers. Like, why why did you just say that? Why did you say that after the credits? Why are you talking like this? I just don't want them to de-age Rosario Dawson, and they would have to. They're going to use the 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 Robert De Niro Irishman technology. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, actually, so I was like, well, we know that he's, that um, Obi-Wan is going to age up, like, X years in the next episode or so, but he's only 11 years younger than Alec Guinness was in I mean, he looks. I movie. was curious about something. He looks great. He's fifty-one. Yeah, he and he. Oh, I mean, he's <laughs> you, He doesn't. He doesn't need us to compliment him on his appearance. He knows. Oh, he knows. But like, <laughs> but like, he does appear a lot more haggard yeah. in the movie. But um, so we know he'll age eleven years over the next two episodes. Okay, here's what's gonna happen. Palpatine shows up. He's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna get lightning. lightning bolt. His yeah. hair goes yeah. white. Boom. He's like, ah, you're turning me to Alec Guinness. He's like two years older than me. Yeah, I never. <laughs> I mean, that's better side effect than just like straight up face melt, which is really what happened. To I've perfected my technology. <laughs> uh, yeah, we all agree that's what's going to happen. Um, I'm very curious what they're going to do with Darth Vader. I feel like they have um, used their Darth Vader allotment that being said i i weirdly want hayden crinchison to get paid money so i would be totally yeah. fine with a lightsaber battle a real one between them two um but i just can't, my, i can't figure out like how we also throw a second the lightsaber the third sister should have a lightsaber battle yes right uh and it should be cool yeah. and she should die during yes. it um, which makes me sad because she's cool but yeah exactly yeah, yeah. wait how could does it feel like a lost opportunity because of when this takes place in the timeline and you have Ian McDermott alive still uh-huh. to not have a Palpatine scene? Tim's, uh, Tim's going to fucking melt down if we have anything Palpatine related in this, oh no. in this show. I, I have uh, the entire this, – this is why I don't like Star Wars anymore is because everything they're doing is like, we got to fucking justify the, but they the Palpatine done it. coming back. We can't penalize them for a cameo that they have not done. Well, no, no. Like having all the uh, – I'm going to get into this. Um they uh, fucking uh, uh, the Jedi jail, uh, the tomb. Yeah, <laughs> um, well, we love it. Yeah. We love it. We Listen, love, uh, f- Palpatine showing up in this series makes a fuckload more sense than the last time he showed up that is in a Star Wars property. We, we can never do a Patreon because one of the Patreon tiers would be that we have to do an episode on. And then we wouldn't be friends uh, anymore. Rise, uh, yeah, <laughs> would, and, yeah. And then, what we should do is Pat and I drink like. 
five Moscow mules not tell Jane and then do it. And it's just no. me and him screaming the entire time. <laughs> not screaming me. over you, but like we have blocked, we have gate kept you. Yeah. Legally. That, that would be a great <laughs> it would look. Be Tim scream- <laughs> it would be Tim screaming. It would be Tim screaming arguments. It would just be me yelling the dead speak over and over again. <laughs> Somehow Papatee's returned. Listen, it, it, if I wanted two white guys to yell at me for an hour about their Star Wars opinion, I would go back on Twitter. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. We love yeah. to have fun Listen, here um, on we love to have fun. I'm, Again, you know, I'm still kind of up and coming in my writing career, but I'm going to do a tip to any aspiring writers out there whether it's books or screenplays. Don't ever start your story with the word somehow <laughs> don't yeah don't don't make a major part of your one of the large we don't okay shut up tim uh hey everybody uh thank don't, you so much for being somehow here somehow is um, not a good starter somehow this don't happened. put it in Fortnite. uh casablanca 2 <laughs> Fortnite. all How three of casablanca us who, who didn't hate it i hear you we're gonna meet up sometime we're gonna drink moscow mules yeah no uh uh, we uh, we love every Star War. Uh, the lightsaber parts are cool. It's uh, true. The music you can't I can't get over it. Um, you name it, uh, we love it. <laughs> so I, I foresee a fun midnight conversation at the hotel bar at GeeklyCon. <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, I know. I think Jane and I have sworn not to talk about it. It's true. We have a pact. We genuinely yeah. like, like. I'll talk about it with anyone else because it's. I like talking about it. Yeah, yeah. but I don't want to talk about it with you. Yeah, uh, because no, Pat, I, Pat, I value our friendship. We will both independently have conversations okay. about it, <laughs> and yeah. and then. Um, You'll never talk about it to either of us again because we can't know which one of us is right, even though um, it's Tim. Um, yeah, I think we, I think, I think we do know which one. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for listening, and I'm very excited for the next two episodes. Uh, even though we have our theories, I am legitimately kind of curious. Yeah, what they're what they're gonna do. I'm very excited, uh, and being excited is good. Uh, Pat, anything fun to plug? The usual, Matt the Pat Edwards. Please buy my books, Space Tripping One and Two. You can uh, check out got some D&D projects in the works as well at the Pet Edwards, thepetedwards.com. Sick. Jane. Um, if you want to watch Clone Wars, you should go to clonewars.watch for an um, accelerated quick start viewing list. Um, otherwise, you can catch me at the hotel bar at GeeklyCon, um, boring the ears off of Pat. I love it. No, it's going to be great. Uh, I'm going to a wrestling uh, event yes. in, in a couple days and we've been joking about what should my sign be and I feel like Jane's shine, uh, sign should be uh, Rise of Skywalker is not that bad or something like that. Not that know. bad compared to some of the things that happened in other movies and or Star <laughs> Wars media. Oh, yeah. It's not going to be legible. <laughs> uh, you find me on Twitter at Tim Lanning and like I've been plugging for a little bit we started a Left Behind podcast uh, we're getting a lot of a lot of really nice things from listeners that are both shocked that it exists and that it's a slight balm on your uh, 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 dirty Christian hearts, uh, your dirty ex-Christian hearts I guess you'd say. Uh, until next time did we figure out something to say? I don't remember this is the way. Oh, I thought I was going to try to think of something. <laughs> Somehow. The podcast. We are, we are what you made. Oh, my God. The Boonta Classic. <laughs> Cal Kestis.